Welcome to the Art of Getting a Job. 30 minutes for you, a job seeker, where we talk about all things job search from the perspective of hiring professionals, giving you understanding so that you can do what you want and go out and get that job. Hi there, how are you? I hope that you're having a good day morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are, ever you've had your day with. I hope it's been a good day for you. I've had a good morning. I've had my breakfast, had my coffee. Rishi the cat is beside me in the basket. It has been a laundry day and he likes sitting in that basket, warming himself up. He'll spend the next few hours in there. Today, what we're going to talk about is job postings. We're going to look at every aspect of job postings from the perspective of a hiring manager, recruiter, or an employer. We're going to look at this so that you have a better understanding of why those things are there, so that you have a better understanding of what you need to put in your resume, and so that you have a better understanding of what you need to be aware of before you get into the interview stage as well. But before we get into that, let's go pay some bills. Hey there. So do you have a good person in your life that you're wanting to give a gift of jewelry to? Maybe a bracelet for your aunt or your uncle on their anniversary, or a set of earrings for your good friend on their birthday, or a brooch for your mom to wear to that family wedding coming up? Well, the good people at Green Moon Monday, they have just the thing for you. Green Moon Monday has been making unique message-infused jewelry for close to 30 years. Using semi-precious stones and quality materials, each piece is handcrafted with the attention to the detail that only a true artisan can provide. Whether you're looking for a bracelet or pennant or earrings, Green Moon Monday's works of art each have their own unique story and purpose and will bring joy and comfort to that unique good person in your life. Go to greenmoonmonday.com to order today. Green Moon Monday, good people making great jewelry for your good people. Hello, and welcome back. So, job postings. They're out there because an employer wants to fill a position. I want to remind you again that an employer, recruiter, or a hiring manager has a job posting out there because they have a role that they want to fill. This is the way that they want to advertise that we have this role able to be done by us. So they're looking for somebody to fill that. So every aspect of a job posting, you have to assume it's there for a reason. It may not be because sometimes employers put things in because they've always put things in, or sometimes employers put things in thinking, oh, that would be a good idea. And then two weeks later, once they get into the hiring process, it's totally changed. But by and large, when you're looking at a job posting, you're looking at something that's been thought through, that every aspect of it has a reason for its existence. And that describes in detail exactly what an employer is looking for and exactly what an employer wants from any candidate that they are going to be looking through. This is important for you as a job seeker to understand. Oftentimes what people do when they're looking for work is they look at the job title and they go, I'm going to apply to that because that's a title they're interested in. What you have to understand as a job seeker is, is that employers don't 
pay you based on your job title. They pay you based on what you're doing. A title can be whatever. And there is this thing called title creep where organizations have managers that aren't really managers, coordinators that aren't really coordinators, assistants that do more than be assistants. So it's really important for you to have an understanding of what actually is involved in the job. That will be seen in the job posting. There's four aspects of most job postings. We'll go through them all in detail, but just to let you know, there's an introduction, which talks about the company and the role. There's responsibilities. There's qualifications. And then there's some sort of conclusion. The conclusion can talk about pay. It can talk about process. It can just be going over what was talked beforehand. Let's go through those four from the beginning. Let's talk about the introduction. Now, the introduction, it's there for a reason. It talks about the company and or it talks about the role that's going to be involved in this. This exists because companies beforehand, when they were putting out job postings, they were seeing, and they were talking about just responsibilities and qualifications, they were seeing that people didn't have an understanding of the organization they're working for. What I want you to understand as a job seeker is, is that they want you to be there for more than just three months. And if you don't fit the position, if you don't fit what they're looking for within the organization, the culture of the organization, you're not going to last at that place. So an employer wants you to know this. They want you to look at this introduction. A lot of people, when they're job seeking, they look at the responsibilities, they look at the qualifications, say, yeah, I can do that. But do you fit what the role is? Do you fit what the company is? You need to have an understanding of that before you apply. Because if you get to the interview stage and they interview and understand that you know nothing about the company, I know nothing about the role, they're going to look at you as one, you can't do research and that's never a good thing. And two, they're going to say, this is not a person that necessarily fits into us. So although your resume may talk about the responsibilities and qualifications and when they look at your resume in that 10 seconds, they may be looking at that first. Somewhere in your resume, they're going to want to see something that in some way talks about what the organization is and what the role is. Let me go through what those two parts of the introduction are. It's not just the name. Organizations put down their workplace culture. They put down what they're doing. They put down who they are. What they're trying to do is they're trying to sell you on being interested in what they do. Because they know that as an employee, if you're interested in what you're doing, you'll stay longer, you'll be more engaged, and you'll be more successful. And you'll help everybody else there. The other aspect that they talk about here in the introduction is they talk about the role itself. Now, this is not the responsibilities and qualifications we're getting into this. This is a generic understanding of how the role fits into the organization and also adjectives that describe the individual that they're looking for. This is a very important aspect of the job posting that you should be looking at before you're putting in your resume. And definitely, if you're getting an interview, you should be looking at this because they're going to want to see this in the interview. They're going to be doing adjectives and using adjectives that apply to the posting itself. So they're going to be looking for things like eager. They're going to maybe have something that says go-getting. They may have something that says entrepreneurial. They're going to have different adjectives in there that describe what they want for that person. Because they're not just looking for a person that can do a job. They're wanting a person with an attitude about the position. 
That's something that I want to make sure you as a job seeker understand. Employers are looking for more than just a body. They're looking for a person that can help them succeed. So it's really important for you to read through the job posting, see the introduction, see the description of the company, and understand what they think the role fits into within their organization. Then we get into responsibilities. Here are the detailed responsibilities that the company expects this individual to be able to succeed at. It will be detailed. If it's not detailed, I would be a little bit concerned as a job seeker. That means that maybe they don't have an understanding of what's involved in this, or maybe the organization and what they're doing, that they're not certain of what this is supposed to be. So when I'm applying to a position, I want to make sure there's lots of responsibilities mentioned. I look at each one of them to see, okay, can I do that? Is that something I'm interested in? If the responsibilities are detailed, they'll have, again, adjectives in them and adverbs in them that describe what's involved in the actions of the individual who's going to be taking on this role. They'll describe things like technical detail capabilities. They'll want to know whether or not you have certain skill sets. Please be aware, too, that when you're applying to a position and they talk about uh, computer literacy, what they're really looking for is, are you afraid? Are you afraid of computers? If you're not afraid of computers, make sure you put somewhere in your resume about different things that you've done, how you've used computers. Understand, too, that responsibilities and qualifications, uh, responsibilities is not a wish list. Responsibilities is what their expectations will be. Qualifications are a wish list. So when it comes to responsibilities, these are the things that they want to make sure happen. These are the things that they expect that this individual will be able to do. It will seem daunting if you haven't done it beforehand. That to you should be something that interests you. If you look at it and say, that is something that, that I don't want to do, then you shouldn't be applying. Again, if there's something involved in this position, if there's a responsibility that you are not interested in doing, then you shouldn't be applying to it because every aspect of what they do is something that they expect you to do. When we get to qualifications, now this is in many ways a wish list. There will be some things on there that will be, you must have this. If an organization is saying, you must have five years experience, it may be they want you to have five years experience, or it may be they're wanting to say like, well, how much do you have? And we're trying to cut out the people who have done. There may be qualifications that are down there for expectations that you will know this subject, or you will know how to find out about this subject, or that you will have this level of education. Most companies, they'll put out this level of education or equivalent experience. Because companies understand and organizations understand that an individual with experience does have capabilities. And there are people out there that don't have the education, but do have the experience of doing the job because sometimes people do jobs without the education. It's something that happens. It's important for you to understand that when you're applying, that you look at each aspect of the qualifications and say, can I do this? Is this something that I fit? Is this something where I have these qualifications are being asked for? If there is something where I don't fit that, though, you should still apply. You may see this in the conclusion, and we'll talk a little bit about that in, in a moment. But sometimes some companies, what they're saying is, is that even if you don't have all the qualifications, apply because we 
know that good individuals can learn. That's a company that you wouldn't mind working for because that's a company that takes chances on people. That's a company that wants to grow. And that's a company that is willing to take people alongside them and help them succeed. And that's a place where you may have an opportunity if you don't have all the qualifications. And then we get to the conclusion. So the conclusion could be a number of different things. The conclusion can talk about pay. Um, if it doesn't talk about pay, again, we're going to have a episode just on compensation. If it doesn't talk about pay, it means that they don't want to talk about it yet, which could be either they're afraid of people applying or it could be they don't want to be stuck to the particular amount that they put down. The conclusion will also talk about process. It'll usually mention about how only people that we're moving forward with are people we're going to have a conversation with. That's there for a reason. There are some people's expectations that everybody that applies is going to have somebody get back to them. That's not how reality works. If you have 300 resumes, you're not going to get back to the 290 odd that you don't talk to in an interview. You're simply not going to. There's no time to do that. So that's why that aspect of things, talking about how communication will move forward, is in there. The conclusion may also reference, as I said, the qualifications. It may say, hey, if you don't have all the qualifications, still apply, because they know that they're looking for a broad base of candidates. And that means that they're going to look at people in detail. One thing to be aware of this, if you apply to a position and they don't get back to you, it doesn't mean you weren't qualified. It doesn't mean you couldn't do the responsibilities. It means that within the resume, they don't see everything that they're looking for. They may not see the right balance. They may not see enough of your experience that fits their qualifications. They may be looking for something very specific it could be also that you know they get people that just have more than you. There are always people with more experience in one way. Just as you have the most experience at one thing or the most capabilities in, in one thing, there will be people that have more capabilities in other stuff and have different packages, so to speak, that they put together in their resume that this people see in that 10 seconds and they go, okay, I'm interested in that. It doesn't mean when you apply to a job posting, if they don't look at your resume and get back to you, it doesn't mean that you're a failure. No, what it means is that particular organization has just decided not to move forward with you. And that is just that viewpoint. It doesn't mean you can't do that job. It doesn't mean that those people are evil or nasty or bad. It just means in that particular case, in that particular situation, they decided to move forward with other people. And that's their prerogative. As an employer, as a hiring manager, as a recruiter, I have to make decisions about individuals. I have to decide based on that 10 seconds that I'm looking at a resume, whether or not I'm going to move forward with an individual. And that means that I'm going to be making choices. In that job posting, the introduction describes the company and describes the role. 
describes the responsibilities and it describes the qualifications. I have to, as, as a person looking to hire for a particular position, I have to see within that resume whether or not somebody fits that, whether or not somebody's worth spending the next few hours or days talking to them about this position. That means that I'm going to be making decisions. And those decisions are based on what's in your resume. So that's why it's really important for you as a job seeker to look at each aspect of these job postings and say, this is what I am. And I'm going to tailor my resume for that. Now, you're, I know that you're not going to change your resume 50 times. Make sure, though, that your resume matches who you are and that they can see within that resume what your capabilities are if you're interested in applying to that. If your resume does in no way apply to what's going on as far as the responsibilities, the qualifications, the company, and the role, then you need to change your resume. Yeah, as I, I'll say it again. If your resume doesn't apply to the company and the role and the responsibilities and the qualifications for a position that you can do and that you want to do, then yeah, you, you need to change your resume. That may mean you have four or five different templates that you work from and that you change off and on from. That's fine. From your perspective, you just want to make sure you get the, as a job seeker, you just want to make sure you have the information that's there. But from the employer's perspective, they don't care what your process is. They just care about what's in front of them. They don't care how long it took you to put this together. They only care about, is this something I'm going to look at? That is reality. And that's something that you as a job seeker should be aware of so that when you're putting through the effort, that you make sure that you do it right. But also so that on those times when people don't look at you, you have an understanding that it's not because of your effort. It's not that they don't respect your efforts. It's just they don't have the time. This job, this process of hiring a person for a position, it's difficult. It takes effort. It takes more time than they want to do. This is why they want to do it right. This is why they want to make sure that they hire the right person because they know that if they have to do this again, that is just repeating things that they would rather do because people would rather do the creation of a business. They would rather do what's involved in working with an organization. Hiring, you don't want to be doing this over and over and over again. So it's really important for you as a job seeker to understand these four aspects of, of the job posting. The introduction is there to describe for you what the company is and describe for you the role. The responsibilities are there to understand this is what this position does. The qualifications are there in order for you to understand this is what you need to have an understanding of that you have some capability of as you apply. And the conclusion is there to give you an understanding of the process and give you an understanding of, of what's involved in this position. I want to talk one final point about job titles. Job titles are put up by an employer because they, it's what they want to call this, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you are limited to what those job titles are. Let me explain what's involved. A job title is internal within the company. It's something that they decide this is what it should be called. There's no standard structure that this job title means that they will have these responsibilities, that this job title requires these qualifications. The reason I talk about this is that when we do searches for jobs in places like in Indeed and on LinkedIn, 
we do searches based on job title. And a job title will give us, a job title search will give us a group of jobs that we can look into. But it doesn't necessarily mean that A, that we're qualified, B, we want to do those responsibilities, or C, it pays what we want to get paid. So it's really important to not just apply to something saying, oh, I saw a job title and I'll apply. You really need to look at what's involved in the job. You need to see where it is. You need to have an understanding of, is this something I want to do? Again, going back to those three questions that we talked about, make sure those three questions are asked. Make sure that the job posting you're applying to gives you the answers for those. That allows you to then, hey, I'll put this through this application and I'll go through that process. It's one thing you don't want to be doing. You don't want to be wasting your time. From a perspective of a hiring manager, they don't want their time wasted as well. So they won't really appreciate it. So it's really good for you to go through the through those three questions and know, okay, does this job posting apply to that? One other aspect I want to talk about this just in closing. When we get to the interview stage and we are going to have um, a podcast episode just on interviews. Every aspect of this job posting is something that could be talked about in the interview. And in the interview, they could talk about something that's not involved in this. They likely will. But every aspect that's in that job posting is something that you need to be prepared to discuss, to go over, and to understand as you move forward in this job search. So you as a job seeker, the art of getting a job is knowing what it is you're applying for, what it is that they do, how you fit that, and whether or not this is worth your time to put a resume in for, an application in for. If you look at the job posting in detail, you'll have a better understanding of how your resume should be crafted and a better understanding of how your interview should be crafted. And that will help you to get that job. So there we have it, our episode on job postings. One final, final point to be aware of. As a person who's hired hundreds of people, as a person who's put together hundreds of job postings, as a person who's done hundreds of interviews and looked at thousands of resumes, the job posting is my way of telling you what I want in order to hire you. Your resume, it should reflect that. So make sure that you look at job postings. Make sure you look at that introduction. What is the company talking about? What is the role? What are the adjectives and adverbs that they use? What are the responsibilities involved in this? Make sure that your resume matches that. What are the qualifications that I'm looking for as a hiring manager? Make sure that your resume tells me what your qualifications are. Make sure this information is available to you as well when you get into the interview. Look at the job posting again before you get to that stage. I want to thank you for your time. I want to wish you well. I want to wish you well in job search. I want to wish you well beyond job search and whatever you're doing with family, friends, whomever. Take care. Be well. We'll talk to you soon. The next episode will be on resumes. Thanks you very much for your time and you take care.